Excuse me, Triple H. Last week, the Phenom said that you have a broken soul and that delusion would be your downfall because you've gone corporate. I was just wondering your thoughts. The Undertaker is worried about a suit mm-hmm. that he has already lost. Okay. We're not going to be fighting in suits. We're not going to be fighting in a boardroom. Yeah. And as far as him taking my soul, I sold that a long time ago. Nice. That's badass. I didn't see what you said in the arena, but I'm sure it was equally chilling. (laughs) Before we get started, it is somebody's birthday today. So. Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys. Let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? What? If you're not down with that, what are you going to do? Work for you! Ball game. You're hearing me now, ain't you? What? All right. Hello. Welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Lee McNulty, joined as always by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's going on, man? What's up? Not How much. is everyone? Uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Does everyone want to go first? <laughs> well, how are you? But then how, how are our listeners? Oh, man. That's so inconsiderate of us. You're right. We've never even stopped to wonder. I hope everyone's doing okay. If you, if you're, if you need emergency services, dial 911. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, I guess well, just I, yeah, get comfortable and enjoy the podcast. Sorry. Go ahead, Jimmy. No, I think they might need an ambulance after. I mean, we are inundated with wrestling information and shows, and it hasn't gotten any different. No, upcoming show city. You gotta f- one, marry one, kill one. Go. Um, yeah, there's a lot. We've got uh, Super Showdown and then Evolution. Dude, did you realize Evolution is four days before Crown Jewel? I did. We, I thought we talked about it last week. That's how we opened the show last week, I thought, talking about that well, dichotomy. I, honestly, I had heard it was a matter of days, but last week I said a couple weeks just to give them the benefit of the doubt because really it's four days. It's like... October 28th is Evolution, and then the 4th, or the 2nd, so it's like a, you know, Friday or Saturday yeah. show. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, crazy, man. That's, man. That, that's what they think is, is smart, for whatever reason, I don't know. It's so not smart. No, it certainly is not. For reasons we'll very, definitely very get into. Very strange. Yeah. Start from the top? Yeah, we can do that. Because the clip we opened with, with Triple H, I mean, talk about extremes. Can, can we talk about that right off the top? Like, him and Stephanie... Extreme in what regard? I don't think I, I'm following exactly. I'm talking about the kids, man. Talking about the kids. Oh, you want to go there already? That segment. Yeah. Oh. Well, just because yeah. the show started out at the tippy top with Triple H and Stephanie, and that's what they were ultimately there for, and that's obviously what I was alluding to with the clip nonsense. I thought there were going to be women's tag team title belts underneath there. <laughs> there were two belts. Yeah, seriously. And they, and they I, well, disappointed me. Without sounding mean, I mean, I am happy that they do this research and they you yeah, know, are doing charity, but I don't think it needs to be placed at the top of the second hour and done for 10 minutes and take that much time and break character for it. Yeah, they made it a big deal, and I guess, um, yeah, there was, a, there was a couple things to unpack there. I don't really want to go too hard into it. Of course, like you mentioned, it's for charity, so... You know, their hearts should be in the right place, but there's the whole philanthropy as a business strategy thing. I digress. But but my whole thing is I really feel like the two top heels on Raw were Triple H and Steph, and the two top faces on Raw were Triple H and Steph. Taking one right out of Cena's playbook. Did you not yeah, have any they, issue they, with they that? they managed to do that. They managed to. Uh, so you think there's no, there's no issue? 
Uh, well, no, I don't, I'm not saying manage as in the accomplishment that they should be proud of. I'm just saying that they they did manage to, to yeah. do that. I thought you were spinning um, that. No, I mean, I... God, Stephanie, I love Stephanie, and I feel as though it's okay with her character. I don't know. That'll be script, script reads me. I don't, I don't yeah. think it's okay the way they did it. I don't. It's but a I reoccurring conversation, that's why. You know, that It we is, have. definitely. And I think that they... She, at least, is good at what she does, where I don't mind it as much. He just is very weird lately he's like halfway joking and then hugging people and then yeah because he they were both about the undertaker yeah so i have more of an issue with him yeah monday night he was like dr levick and mr helmsley <laughs> but both of them they were both really into it with those kids like super nice and sweet which is great in a vacuum but as a follow-up to the undertaker thing in his case like it's jarring. Yeah, I just don't know why they can't. They couldn't have done like a, you know, showed like a little clip of it and then maybe aired it on the network or put it on YouTube or something. Yeah, why did it? Why was it necessary for Raw? That's a good. That's a really good point. I guess it's not. It's not necessary for Raw. So why would you know? You don't need to do it. I mean, it's great. Again, but no, it this isn't. is something they've been doing every week. I guess because it's that time of the year. That's the month. It's uh, Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. I imagine. I guess so. Yeah, it is weird, and it's something that they should consider probably not doing anymore yeah i mean do it in the arena but you know off air and like you said like as a network exclusive or something um but right or just on youtube or i don't know something just not on raw definitely definitely so what did you think about the uh, interaction between stephanie and baron corbin at the very top of the show Monday. Well, I think that Stephanie has managed to now emasculate every male authority uh, general manager. On oh, yeah. You line them up, she'll uh, tell them they've got a tiny pecker. In fact, she'll line them up and then she'll emasculate them. That's actually how that goes. Um, Good day, sir! So, yeah, it's confusing. I don't know. I guess she doesn't care about hating Roman anymore because I don't know why it would be an issue that he's booking himself in a universal championship match. Yeah, well, that's but, that's I mean, the real, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. But she has done this before, where she resonates with the audience, and then what I have a bigger problem with is that whole Ronda Rousey angle they did when Ronda won the title after SummerSlam. Oh. That's my biggest fight with this. Everything else is annoying, and it's just par for the course, and it's not going to change, but why did they go through that with me? Put Stephanie in the armbar. They didn't do anything with it. They didn't have her, like, sell it. This is She's the first like, time. Fine. This is the first time she was back since then. Yeah, it's a good point. So I don't know. It's I found really that point. really weird. Maybe they just changed course since then. I guess. I mean, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I can't imagine that was the plan. Just do like a throwaway yeah. segment like that. I, I really can't. And not follow up on it. It's weird. Very strange. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Then they get into the ring, and what I really want to talk about is the uh, the whole shield. Dogs of War, or whatever the f*** that is. Yeah. I, um, I literally, as soon as the, the Shield were in the ring and Seth and Roman are holding up their belts and Dean doesn't have one, I tweeted, gee, I wonder who's going to turn before any of this. And then... I, I, was saw, like, oh. I, I actually saw your tweet. That was one of the first times in a very long time I saw a live tweet. I was on Twitter. It didn't spoil anything, obviously, but okay. now I know what, what you meant. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think I knew then I had an idea of what you yeah. did, but it, it's it, just a, it didn't you know. play out exactly. Well, I didn't even... No, I'm saying I tweeted that before Ziggler even came out and started talking, so I was already kind of thinking that. And actually, with all that talk and all throughout the night, I texted you about this. I, I really... 
it could just be a coincidence, but I feel like there's I have, there's a couple things that suggested to me that maybe my former theory is resurfacing. You know the one I'm talking about, right? No, oh. I don't think I do. Oh, you don't? Okay. Well, because you got... First off, they start really focusing in on Dean being the one who's going to turn in the shield this time, right? And then later on in the night, you've got the introduction of the Authors of Pain into this whole mix. So those two oh, things. Right, those, right, what do right, those right, two right, things right, both right. point to? The Authors of yeah. Reigns or hopefully a version with a better name? Reset, pal. Uh, wait, do you actually think that's a possibility now because they did that? I mean, it's kind of a, that, it's that, kind that of a coincidence. I, well, I you know the whole Dean thing okay. make, would make you think why would they want you to think Dean if it's going to be Roman? You know, would be the answer would be one answer, or if they're actually doing. I mean, because they could actually be doing Dean, and this is the way they want to tell that story. But I, they could also it could also be a misdirect. That's I think it's one of those two is why they did what they did on Monday. Well, I, I definitely see because that's something you've predicted for a very long time now. I see how that's a thought in your mind. But I knew that you had to know that AOP were going to be the chosen take team partners. No, I didn't put too much, I didn't put no too much other, thought into it. Uh, the way they yeah, were kind of I building did, up, I thought it might be somebody that hadn't been around in a little while. To be honest, I, I yeah, felt like the I AOP was a little really underwhelming. There weren't two people. I think that, that this is why they need to take care of their NXT stars better because it could. I mean, AOP performed well, and it was you know we'll get into the actual match. And oh I yeah, think that it was a big it was a big moment for them, mm-hmm. and we've seen them in main event positions before in NXT. Yeah, but um, for the main roster, uh, for the casual fan rather, I could. I'm sure there are people like underwhelmed by that. I definitely figured that would be who it is because I was. I mean, I just went to tag teams first. I didn't think it, it could be two individual people who haven't been yeah. around. But I also realized that they're Kevin Owens, Jinder Mahal, they were all taken, Elias was taken. So I, I thought it would be AOP. But they, they should have built them up a, a little bit more to make that moment mean something. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was excited as a fan from NXT, but I felt like it underwhelmed knowing like how they presented them to this point. I thought it could be Braun Strowman and like maybe somebody returning. Because I, I found it a little weird that Braun was just there and not you know really doing anything but, like, a spectator in that story. Oh, that's a really good point. I totally did not consider the fact that... Um, he was just, like, a cheerleader all night for that. Yeah, that he wasn't... That he didn't do anything. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a very good point. Yeah. Weird. Definitely. Um, I love it! But I think that the, the opening segment was played very well. I kept saying every week in the podcast the word... I mean, uh, not monotonous. What was the word I was using? Um, just one? It's very... Oh, formulaic. Yeah. And it started out that way, and then the inclusion of the whole Dean thing. and I mean, it was a little, yeah. bit, a little too much with the backstage segments after a while, and then I got what they were doing, but it seemed a little forced. Um, just to do the Drew McIntyre thing, I would have done the Drew McIntyre thing, like, next week. Like, I wouldn't have done all of the psychological warfare between the teams in one show. Okay. Um, but it did add a layer. To yeah, that definitely. I appreciated. Definitely, definitely. Um, I really think Dean... Seth and Dean, but really Dean is probably anxious to move on from this. I'm telling you, I think he hates being in the Shield stuff. Um, uh, yeah, did you see him like whip his arm away from a fan who touched him coming down the the, uh, the aisleway? No, I didn't notice. No, oh but my god, yeah, he I has to it. watch that. I mean, I understand his point of view, but it was pretty not baby face like. He came yeah. back with this new look, like I said, this new persona. He's clearly, if you look at his face at all times, he's got this grimace across it that's clearly by design. 
Yeah. And it could be that, but I really am thinking like there were there were a few times on Monday where they rested on like the three all three shield members and like Ambrose looked like he was thinking and contemplating about what they said earlier in the night and later on, even when they were doing the, the fist bump thing. He's always great in these segments. I have to give it to him. Even at SummerSlam. Yeah. Mr. Seth one was great. Um Yeah, I definitely noticed that. And one aesthetic choice I would make is uh I don't know if you noticed this the crowd seemed to to me they seemed to boo especially loud when Roman started talking in that opening segment on Monday. Yes. I would have cuz I don't know if you noticed Dean and Seth were sharing a microphone and Roman had his own. Dean spoke first, then he handed the microphone to Seth. So personally I was thinking, "Oh, Seth's turn to talk." So then when Roman started talking, that's what I think the live crowd probably I don't know. That was how I saw it. So I think it might have been louder boos cuz people were expecting Seth to start talking. I could be wrong, but something to think about for them. No, I never thought of that. You, you know what else I noticed? I had subtitles on the screens in the arena. I've never seen that before. Subtitles on the screen in the arena, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that either. I mean, I didn't well, notice I mean, that. I, I, when I was watching it live, I, I thought I saw glimpses of it because the hard cam was getting it, and then finally I saw a screenshot on, on Instagram. Not of that, but there was a picture, and it showed it clearly in the background. Yeah. Huh, Which maybe. I guess is a nice thing for people who are, I don't know, uh, deaf. Yeah, maybe it was, you know, like, a special request thing. I wonder if that's, like, going to be... Or if it was just that arena that they do it. Yeah, because, I mean, it was, like, a, it was like a separate screen, like, on top of the rafters. I don't know if every arena has that uh, yeah. set up, but just something, just something I noticed. I maybe there's, I, maybe there's nice. a rich, deaf kid in town. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then next, we had... Fender. Fender. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that is what okay. it was, why, why, did, why did Fowler need to roll up Jinder? Why? Thank you. That's a, that's literally it. 100% of my takeaway from this, too. That's And the whole mixed match challenge thing, there's just so much content and things they have to do. And oh, it's God. Just, oh, my God. I don't even care about overwhelming. that. Overwhelming. That's in my peripheral at best, the mixed match challenge. Um, but I, And I can't believe Jinder was champion at one point, either. The way yeah. he wrestled is just yeah. insane. Well, you never know it. I mean, thankfully, they came to their senses, but I wish, you know, what just, What was that about? That was really just, I don't know, that's just not how you do it at all, you know, obviously. We, anyway. I don't know um, if that's why they rolled them up, if Vince is still interested in, like, semi-protecting gender, but given his booking lately, I don't think that's on his radar at yeah, all. Yeah, given his booking lately, I was thinking the same thing, like, I guess I should be happy for Finn, but damn, he really has to roll him up off a distraction to beat gender? Yeah. Yikes. What the hell is going on? Oh my god! Are you kidding me? But yeah, yeah like you said, strange. they're also trying to whatever promote the mixed match challenge. So I guess I don't know if they're not going to you know if they're not going to if that's not really going to be as part of the canon. Maybe I don't know. It's kind of a catch twenty two. Definitely a problem. Oh yeah, that will probably not be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> um. After this, we had uh, the Bella Twins and Natty versus the Riot Squad. Oh man. Yeah. This was a thing. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know what happened while I was watching. I didn't actually oh, really? see Brie make contact with Liv's face, <laughs> but I did notice that she seemed, like, dead at some point. Yeah. She um, was unconscious, apparently. So I'm not a wrestler, and I know that when someone gets injured, you're not supposed to touch them. Right. Think so I know where you're going Brie, with this. been in there for a decade. Yeah. That's confusing. Yeah. Um, well. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's unfortunate. Accidents do happen. I don't blame Brie for... The, I mean, it is... I mean, with momentum, all? I could see how it happened twice, but I do blame her for not 
for, for touching her after it. After That's my it. problem with it. Yeah, definitely. The actual contact, like, it happens. It's, it's, it's a contact sport, technically. Yeah, you know, sucks, but... And, and maybe someone more experienced wouldn't have done that. But that, that, that could be excusable. What's not excusable is, like, touching them afterwards. Yeah, doesn't it seem like there's a lot a of things no-no. happening with Brie, though, lately? I mean, and she hasn't, you Oh, know, no, definitely. Oh, well, for sure. I'm I, I talking about, like, literally Vince's, every time she's been in the ring since yeah, this latest run has been Vince especially is, is bad. Making, I have to uh, consider that Vince is making a decision right now about her wrestling after her obligations. Yeah, uh, I don't know if she signed a contract. I don't know what the deal is, but um, Nikki's right. been fine. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Normal by Nikki. comparison. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, and even if judging by by the rest of the women's division, serviceable. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, what did you think about the triple suplex? Oh, there were so many callbacks to the Divas era. I felt that yeah. the the hair the hair whip, yeah. um, that like roll that like roll through thing they do the monkey flip thing. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I felt, I I was like, why? And it's you know what's really confusing at that. You would think, I mean, on Total Divas at least, and again, I'm not trying to say whatever there is, what happens in real life, but they show Brie training with Brian, and Brian is obviously this amazing captain wrestler, and, you know, Brie, I mean, that Brie's best match was with Charlotte at Fastlane, and it was a pretty decent match, you know? Yeah. So it's not like Brie has always been awful. Huh. Um, yeah. No, so no, no. She definitely I mean, hasn't, yeah. She was serviceable for, rushed, for a bit. I think. Well, yeah, and she also, she was never, like, super great, you know? No. So it's a combination of Definitely those two, not. and also, you know, maybe she needs to pay attention a little bit more. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe. I'm speculating like you. I don't know. I've never been in there. So on and so forth. But it seems like she's regressed, which is weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I understand she was away, but to my knowledge, she was training with Brian, which would make her either the same or better. And and I don't in theory, think she got better. No, yeah. So that kick was pretty weird. crazy, man. Because it's... She just was still supposed to be going for the chest kicks, right? Yeah, and it not, was not face kicks. Not only misplaced in terms of like hitting harder, but like totally wrong spot. So that's like two, I don't know, two dimensions of wrong. Oh yeah, it was it was it was it was rough looking. Yeah. I literally typed in my notes, "Oh my God, lives." Yeah, to make me remember the moment, even though I wasn't going to forget it. Please live, um, please live, Morgan. <laughs> damn. Next, I think is the Connor's Cure thing. I think we talked about that enough. No. Yeah. No. Definitely. I mean, good um, for them. Good, you know, happy for them. That was especially with the crowd chanting, and, and they seemed to really appreciate, like, enjoy the moment. So that was sweet. It was On a good crowd in general that night. I have to say, yeah, for being definitely. In, uh, what were they in Cincinnati? It was a good. It was a good uh, crowd. What? I was looking to see. It doesn't say what I'm looking at. Doesn't say where they were. Sorry, I'm pretty sure it was it was Cincinnati, Ohio. We'll go with that. Um, after <laughs> this, we had the never-ending program of the Ascension versus. Uh, Glorious Gable. I don't know if they have a name I mean, yet. Um, at least, well, I thought we we said Ready, Willing, Gable. Now is it too long? I mean, Ready, Ready Willing, Ready, Willing, Glorious. Yeah. Oh, I was <laughs> going to say that would make a lot of sense. No. Um, that works. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what this is. I to me, this is like a main event type of thing, like the show main event. Obviously you think this is a main event, main event feud? Wow, that's a right. hot take. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they wrote here, "What the f- is happening?" Because yeah. they beat him so many times, now Connor's winning. <laughs> yeah, wow. Which is weird. Um, which means that the feud's continuing, which is weirder. Yeah. And uh, it's all pretty weird. Very. I don't really yeah. give a shit about this. I don't know, you know. No, me neither. Rude's going to turn on Gable eventually. I don't know when. I fucking hope so. Yeah. 
Imagine if they turned Gable on that route. I could so see Vince doing that. No, that would be crazy. <laughs> I love it. Come on. We've He's I, a workhorse. I, it oh, would that's... be crazy, but it's Vince we're talking about. Here. Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing I meant to say about the opening. Just to be clear, every time they say it on Raw, I want to say it here. And that was Dean Ambrose has got to hate saying that they're workhorses. Specifically, they're the three workhorses. Because him and Seth, strong cases can be made, sure. But Roman, no. Nuh-uh. You know? Oh. Well, okay. I just, I, I'm there because I said the I word workhorse. I'm doing this. Yeah, I, oh no, really? Jimmy. Well, Do we have to talk okay, about what a workhorse not, is? Hold on. Not, a three workhorse group is Undisputed Era when they first debuted. You want to compare any of them to Roman Reigns? Be my guest. Okay, but in terms of like actual matches and being in the ring, whether he's good or not, I would say that he is among that level. I mean, okay, I guess there's different definitions of workhorse. There's the technically proficient workhorse, and there's the you know serviceable wrestler who works almost every show a year. Roman falls into the latter category. That can't be denied. I mean, that's not what they mean when they say it. They say they mean the three hardest workers on the roster, which I patently disagree with. Seth and Dean, no, like I, I said, cases Kevin can Owen, be made. I would made. say Kevin Owens is a, is a bigger workhorse than Roman Reigns. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. To just, okay. you know, yeah. just getting it started. Like, like, you know, such a limited moveset. Like, you have to care more than he clearly cares to be even considered a workhorse in my book. That's all. That's all I want to say. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can't disagree. Cool. Um, Good day, sir! Next, we had the most surprising booking decision, maybe not of the year, that's, that's being hyperbolic, but I did not think that they would remember the revival, let alone put them in a competitive match with Drew and Ziggler. Yeah, the revival, um, yeah. It was, it was, I mean, and then baby faces, and they were working as baby faces, and it, and it was working. It was really working, yeah. Into it. Yeah. Uh, it was a wild. I was like, I was perplexed at one point. It was so confusing in a good way. Um, Just Dash Wilder's like transition and moves, the frog splash and the the urgency they had. It was, um, yeah, there was reports that Vince was apparently really happy with this, which he should be. Um, Yeah. What's not to like? I, uh, I don't know what, what, where revival goes from here, but, and Ziggler and Drew too. I got to give it up. I mean, not that I ever thought that, I never disliked the act when it debuted, but I, I, I did think that there was only so much they could do with it. Yeah. From a wrestling and, level, they have really diversified and really shown that they have. Definitely. I mean, we know that Ziggler's a good wrestler, Mitt is a good wrestler, but they, they do work well as a unit as well. We've come definitely. To definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, Ziggler and, yeah, it's just an odd combination is what I was going to say. It is. Oh, for sure. That's like, why it took me a while to like see that. Same. Same here. But, I mean, yeah. yeah, they're both good, and Ziggler is definitely holding his own, which he can be kind of hit or miss sometimes, but he's definitely, you know, his heart's in it, and as is Drew's. And, yeah, Revival is just looking for an opportunity. That's what they got Monday, and they knocked it out of the park. So, hopefully, Vince's, you know, expectations got exceeded because that's definitely what happened, you know, for any of the rest of us for just an innocuous 12-minute tag match, which we all knew the outcome going in. Yeah, absolutely. Um Speaking of knocking out of the park, Leo Rush continues to excel in his role. Hell yeah. I think. Definitely. I um, totally agree. I like. I mean, I thought that the way they went through this was a little monotonous with the Kevin Owens show. And Oh, Scott Steiner's coming. You hear him? Not yet. Oh, he read, well, he read it there. Oh, I, no. They were siren. I got um, that. Didn't hear him, but uh, I got it. Did you hear me? <laughs> um, what was next? Oh, Bobby and Elias. So, yeah, yeah. I thought that they... 
you know, they're going to build to a tag team match, and then we have the John Cena match, and, you know, another example of, of, of it being a little, I don't know, things are booked already, and now things are happening, and it just it seems very forced, but I do think that everyone is playing their parts to the best of their ability. Definitely. Definitely. Do you think uh, Leo Rush is going to be featured at Super Showdown 1 and prominently in the match, like at ringside and, you know, in spots? Um, that's a really good question. I, I mean, prominently, uh, maybe, and John Cena's in that match, so they have the chance for John Cena to give him a rub a bit, too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, no, he'll definitely be there. I mean, if he's not, that's confusing. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I, I would have to say he will be there, absolutely. Yeah, hopefully he'll be featured prominently. He'll get a little bit of a rub from Cena. Hopefully yeah, Cena's no, not sure. too cheesy about it. <laughs> what? No, I, I thought it'd be funny. Was it funny? What do we have now? Oh, Nia versus Alicia Fox. is like literally nothing to say. Yeah. They're just, you know, Nia's getting nominated for some award. I also noticed that there's a correlation between Nia getting nominated for this award and uh, JoJo stopping to announce her weight. Oh, really? I didn't notice. Yeah. Good, finally. Good, they yeah. uh, they stopped good, finally. It's about time, Jesus. Right. Uh, although, to be, to get to, to, just to play devil's advocate in the May Young Classic, Michael Cole has been saying the wrestlers wait during, oh. during the match. Like all of them? Oh, okay. So, and, and well, well, not all of them, but, but some yeah. for a framework within right. the story, like the whole David versus Goliath thing. Right, okay. Um, on Raw, it's more of an issue because Nia is the only one who... It's happening to right who they were whose weight they were saying that's why it was really a big deal say them all or don't say any like right. I know you want to you want to highlight her enormity but like let it speak for itself if you like you know if if you're oh over, yeah overthinking definitely. it definitely. um but yeah then we just had the shield defeated Baron Corbin and the AOP uh, yeah, AOP looked um, terrible in green personally so, oh my god and and I actually I thought they looked terrible in green. But then I saw Drake Maverick in the green AOP attire, and he just, I was laughing hard, pretty well, hard. Well, they had this attire in NXT, too, for a while. No, I know. I just, under the raw lights, like, it really just, it's bright oh, green. I, I don't know. I thought you didn't see it before. No, gotcha. no, it just it just looks bright. Like, it doesn't look dark. Like, I understand you're going for, like, an army kind of green, but it didn't look like that kind of green to me. It looked kind of brighter. And Drake Maverick, specifically, like, in his little version of their costume is just ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not understanding that that decision to put him in there in that attire it's so confusing it would work so much better in a suit yeah i don't know essentially like paul ellering i don't know if that's why they don't want to do it but yeah newsflash vince they're different people by a large of years <laughs> so, by a large margin in every way literally um and alp was protected they weren't pinned so back that's true up. that's true and they got their finishing move on roman on the actual Oh yeah, well, chapter. Yeah, so they, they it was a good night for them. It's not really they've been using the super collider more lately, but yeah. Well, yeah, in NXT the super collider was like a secondary finisher, but yeah, they have been using that to finish lately. Matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, there was another thing I was going to say about the shield. Oh, I was just going to speculate that that's that they didn't put the titles on the shield in part because you know the raw storyline wouldn't make sense if Seth and Dean were tag champs at this point. Right, because then Dave would have a title, and it wouldn't make any sense to the story, correct? Exactly. So that might be a part of the yeah. reason, because they had somewhat of foresight for that. I don't know. Um, so we'll move so on. So when do we think the turn's happening before we get into SmackDown, since that was raw? It was really kind of awful this week, actually. Yeah. I mean, it could happen at Super Showdown. I don't want to sound naive, but, like, I don't know. Could Do you think Dean could turn at Super Showdown? 
I guess. Do I think? I mean, he could. I don't think he. Will. I think. He, I don't think it makes sense for it to happen that soon. Why? Because what's the plan? Doesn't seem like they don't really have much of a plan for Dean for the Shield rather as a unit beyond Super Showdown. Well, because you have Crown Jewel afterwards, which I mean, I don't know unless you do Seth. If you do Seth and Dean, maybe for the IC title, right? Yeah, that's Crown Jewel. Yeah, that maybe that's how I should have introduced it because I had the same line of thought uh, after Raw Monday. Was like, oh wait, but Roman's already, Dean can't fight Roman. Oh, Dean can fight Seth. And then maybe that could be part of the reason Roman's already locked up, is so that it's not even an issue. Yeah, and I, well, we, we also have to see what they're doing with Survivor Series this year, if they're going to do the whole champion versus champion format. Yeah. If they're not, Dean, Dean and Roman could be a good summer, uh, Survivor Series, rather, headliner. Yeah, definitely. That's a good point. He um, wouldn't win, but, yeah. you know, it could, it could be a thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, who else is going to be a challenger for Roman after Braun? I mean, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, maybe they, Drew McIntyre. He seems to be getting a, a spotlight. Yeah. Um, Man. Who can work as a babyface. So, imagine maybe Drew turns baby... Well, basically, I would probably turn Drew babyface Roman heel. Yeah. Have Roman turn on the shield, do that storyline, and then have Drew after that. Roman turn on the shield, and maybe Drew could team up with Seth and Dean to take on Roman. Dude, yeah, they might... I would give serious thought to that. Turn Roman on the shield with the Authors of Pain. Yeah, definitely. Because that opens up a world of possibilities as to what to do in the title picture. Dude, one more time for the record books, just for the people in the cheap seats. Braun Strowman, the monster among men, had in his possession the money in the bank briefcase and... He no longer has the Money in the Bank briefcase, and he also does not have the Universal title, and he never has had the Universal title. That is crazy to me. That should have been avoided. Well, with, well, with Roman being on the roster, it, it, it's crazy from a booking move, but it's not crazy from realizing Roman's still there, and so is Roman. No, it is crazy. For that to still be the agenda, that's your sole agenda in your huge company? Like, you have so many... If Seth yeah. were champion right now, he would be getting cheered like crazy. Like th- this whole dynamic Monday would have worked so much better with Seth with the Universal Championship and Roman with the Intercontinental. Like I said, if Roman had been feuding with Drew all along instead of over the IC title instead of Seth with Dolph, like that would be that's the way to go. And Seth is the current Universal Champion, taking on you know looking at a match. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. At this point, Braun. Yeah, you wouldn't have even done what you did Monday because to me, Braun has to have won the title when he cashed in. That's uh, that's non-negotiable. I would have, you know, if, if if Vince was was dead set on him not being champ right now, I would say, all right, he can't cash in. Then he has to still be champ. Let him just earn the number one contendership at Hell in a Cell, and the whole build you can make the thing how like he's going to win the title and still have the money in the bank. Yeah, I do give them credit for. Um, I don't know if they call Brock. Well, they never mind. They called Brock for the Saudi Arabia show. I was going to say they are paying big money for Brock, and they use Brock essentially to protect Braun from not winning. So there's well, then again, I guess the, the implication was that Braun would have lost. He should have yeah. came out. He should have cashed in instead of turning yeah. the briefcase. He should have cashed in that night on Raw. Hell in a Cell should have been a rematch, and we should, like we said, Brock should have came in like he did, shocked everybody. F5's Roman. Roman lands on Braun. Brock leaves. Roman gets the pin inadvertently. And wins the title back from Braun. This way, Braun's not an idiot. And he totally... Not only is he not an idiot because he didn't waste the Money in the Bank briefcase, he got screwed out of the title. Now the triple threat has so much more heat. And to me, it doesn't take anything away from Roman. Now he's a two-time Universal Champion. 
in my scenario like i don't that doesn't he's not any worse off personally but you're telling a better story all the way through definitely yeah Just, I, I, it's a shame i want to make sure to squeeze in some actual wishful booking on to smackdown yes smackdown yeah we had the debut of a uh, truth tv yes i like it um did you not think that our truth looked oddly like velveteen dream uh i didn't cross my mind sorry Oh, okay. I wasn't the only one who thought it. I saw a few memes on Instagram about it. But, um, I mean, this is this was okay. Car- I love Carmella's hair. Yeah, uh, dude, Was this This was the first week of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw it on Instagram, and I thought it was like when Lana... Lana put pictures of her hair as pink. Um, what? Like a year ago or a few months ago, and it was fake. So when I saw it on Instagram with Carmella, I'm like, oh, that's probably not real. But it was real, and I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I definitely did a double take. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, it looked good. She looked good. I don't like the um, idea that Miz that that our truth implied that she did it to to not look like uh, Maurice. Maurice, yeah, like I, I, that was like. Eh. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I would have maybe waited like a couple weeks in for her to be established as the brunette before you said that, but whatever. Yeah, I. That's a good point. That was kind of weird. It's also weird still that she's babyface with no explanation. Mm, yeah, definitely. That's well, the, the mix match challenge. It's the same thing as with Raw. Like, yeah, well, like I was saying, this yeah, is a better I mean, example. It's like she's a face right. for that because that's what they're gonna be with her and Truth on. Which, by the way, apparently that's what that was leading to all those weeks of the clever backstage stuff with Truth and Carmella. Um, yeah, it, it's still awful, though. Yeah, no, it's, it is awful because that doesn't justify it at all remotely. That's just a reason no, that we not. can see stepping back and looking at the big picture as to why they did it. Not at all justified. Yeah. Um, so then, so they did this whole thing where Truth, you know, Truth challenges Miz to fight for Miz TV, and Miz says no, and laughs it off, and then Paige says, no, you have to fight, and then Miz just wins. I thought... Oh, yeah, have him lose the show for a few weeks. Or have Daniel Bryan caught... Daniel Bryan should have, you know, like, legit cost him that match. That's yeah, it was a weird stipulation to include in, yeah. in general. It was, it was... I think they tried to be creative. I think they're... They overthink almost every feud in the company. I can argue that they're overthinking right now. Yeah. Um, and Miz... And Truth, True TV was an overthought. And I was like, oh, this is cool. They should do this for a couple weeks. And then they immediately have a match for it and, and Truth loses. And it's like, well, what? Yeah. Like, um, And yeah, the match just happened in Miz 1. So I guess there's yeah. a way to have Miz looking strong leading into their match, I suppose. Yeah, no, that's definitely definitely what they're trying to do. Um, Send the photo shoot with uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Yeah, this was very uh, sudden, I thought. Just kind of like... For such a big feud, it was a very, I don't know. I didn't dislike it. It was just very quick and, I don't know, weird. What do you, I mean, how, that's how do you good, mean? and it all, it all worked for me, but I just thought it was very, like, quick and quick and dirty. Oh, we dealt with this feud. Let's move on. Kind of oh, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't get a lot of time that's on all. SMackDown. I, I mean, Becky it, I was featured worked. a little bit more with Lana. A little bit more, not she much. But, but in terms of the feud in general and Charlotte in general, I, I was a bit underwhelmed, but... Yeah, yeah. I like I liked what I saw. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, oh, we have Biggie versus Sheamus, which probably could have been a lot better than it was at this point in their careers. But it's a SmackDown taping, so I guess they only have so much to do. Well, they only and, had so uh, much time, and yeah, they, there was only so much that they right. were that was authorized. And uh, and, and Sheamus just won. Yeah, it's more booking in reverse. 
Like between this match that Sheamus beat Big E this week and the match last week where Cesaro beats Kofi, they're justified, if not for a title shot, to at least fight for a title shot. But they've already got that title shot from, you know, more than two weeks back. So just booking in reverse. Yeah, now it just makes them look strong for it in the title shot and makes us believe that the bar will win, even though we know they won't. Although I would like them to win, to be honest. But they won't. I mean, they might They might win. I'm just thinking, like, it's intended to make them look strong for the... But but logically, they had lost a shot for the title for Hell in a Cell, and then they were just granted one for no reason. So, I don't know. These past two matches, I think I said last week, and if whatever match they're going to have next week, they kind of needed to win to justify the context. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and at least they did. They. I mean, they could have had them lose and make them look yeah. bigger idiots. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, up next um, was um, uh, that one night yeah. in Milwaukee. Yeah. Do you remember Milwaukee? Well, yeah, I, I, I immediately I Googled the last time they were in Milwaukee, and I got exactly nothing. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't think there's any significance to it. I don't think they thought it through. I don't know why Lana continues to find herself in these stories. Um, evolution is coming around the corner, yet she's constantly the object of a very typical female-driven storyline with a male antagonist. I believe. I really don't uh, even think um, the thought has crossed Vince's mind to get female writers, which is scary to me at this point, currently. Oh, very. In, 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 this late in the, the year in 2018. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's Stephanie. Stephanie. Now. The female representation so. on the creative team is Stephanie, and it's not It's not like yeah. she's sitting in the room day to day. She's, you know, like saying, I mean, yes, saying yes or no to things. with, like, referees and performance center coaches, but they definitely should trickle around to every important facet of the company, for sure. I mean, yeah, to me, the idea of having female writers... Commentators. Yeah. And they also, just the writers in general, either... They need writers who, you know, more are in touch with, you know, the the zeitgeist, or they need people who are willing to speak up that aren't currently, because some of this stuff is so crazy. The fact that it hasn't even occurred to them, probably, to get female writers is crazy. Why are none of the female talents speaking up? What are they going to do this time? Did you notice any by by any chance since I mentioned last week the thing with the Twitter? Like I didn't make that up. They're all their Twitter names are their real names. No, I noticed that. Yeah, very strange. Um, well, no, it's not. It makes sense. It's 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 a boycott, and I wonder what the boycott will be this time. Yeah, Surely I, yeah, there should be one. I don't know how that. What is that boycotting? I don't get it. They're the Saudi Arabia contract. show. What, what is that? The Saudi Arabia, the no, first Saudi okay. Arabia no, show. They've all they've all been like that since the first around the first Saudi Arabia show. Okay, right. I, I I understand that, but I'm not seeing how putting your your real name is boycotting a show with no women on it. I'm not getting that correlation. It's boycotting the company. The company shouldn't shouldn't be going to Saudi Arabia if they're not going to let women be on the card. No, with what's I going understand on, that. So why is putting your real name a protest for that? Is my question. I get I get all that. We talked about that at length. Because well, the what social your media, your forum, that? that your forum that you have on social media is by and large mainly due to WWE, you know. So so generally, people put like their character names and stuff. Putting your real name is kind of, you know, the most they can do to just kind of disassociate themselves on some level from the company, but still keep their jobs. Not disassociate themselves, just like kind of you know remove that level of commitment, that layer, you know, however thin it might be. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It makes well, sense to me, going. but I wonder what they would I'm do. Sorry, ladies. They shouldn't, and they and they. No, oh, they definitely. What else? I had a couple other thoughts about Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, so so, how did you feel about 
overall this whole thing with English and Rusev and Lana and Milwaukee? Uh, unnecessary. Another few they're overthinking. Um, all Aiden had to say is that, you know, his tag team partner left and this and that, and I became popular, but Rusev became more popular and blah, 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 blah. That's it. I mean, I think you could write it in a minute. He just what, said Rusev Day on. was all because of me. Or, or that. Yeah. Several yeah. ways. So it's another, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a chance, but I, I, I don't, I, I just don't understand why they're doing this with literally every feud. Yeah, where does this go? Does he? He said he had proof. Like, what's the proof? Is that he goes into a hotel room and then Lana shows up at and there's a time code. It's like three a.m. You fast forward to and Lana shows up at his hotel room and goes in and stays in for a while. Is that like what's the proof going to be? You think? Where's the pudding? Well, I'm assuming that it'll it'll be something manipulated to make it seem that way. I don't think Lana actually did it. I don't unless, know the way they're playing. Really, it, the way they're playing is she seemed nervous. Somewhat. Unless they really um, throw us for a loop and have, they pull a whole Trish Stratus, Chris Jericho Christian thing at WrestleMania 20 and have Lana turn on Rusev. Yeah, it's too late to do that at WrestleMania 20, but yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, that thought also crossed my mind, but it's hard to to picture just because, you know, you're really going to swim against the grain of what everyone knows is the reality. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. The fact that they're married. Um, right. Yeah. So then, Oscar and Naomi defeated Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose because, of course, they. Yeah, did. I don't. I just Oscar's just brutalized, destroyed. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's done. Very um, sad. Wait, so she sad. was on the defense for way too long. Uh, yeah. It, this is all out of necessity. For it's a shame because I love the iconic. So I, I'd be hypocritical to say I don't like this because I think it's literally only done to the iconics get on this card. Yeah. But uh, it, it is sacrificing Oscar's credibility further. Big time. Even with her winning. Jeez. Which they really, yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Bells versus yeah. Iconics would be dope. But I guess the Iconics aren't big enough because they haven't built them up enough. But hey. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have to bring the box of gimmicks. Uh, oh, uh, Shinsuke versus Pi was next. I was kind of wondering what Shinsuke would do with the U.S. title, and I kind of thought that Ty would win here to give them a match at Crown Jewel because I don't think there's any room at Super Showdown. Oh, okay. There's a lot of matches on Super Showdown. um, Yeah. Which is confusing because three titles are not being defended because they're all tied up in the Shield match. Yeah. So that's weird that they haven't found room for the U.S. title. But I was considering who could face Shinsuke next in a feud, and Ty Dillinger was the only one who came to mind. I don't know if this is going to turn into a feud. Well, it looks like maybe a feud with Randy Orton. It was weird how Shinsuke yeah, well, put, a, put an exclamation point on it at the end. I don't know if it'll be a feud. I think it'll be one match on SmackDown that Randy will win. Okay. You think it's just part of Orton's ongoing thing, whatever's going on with him? I think so. I think that's what they're mainly concerned about. And and, and Shinsuke is unfortunately an, an ancillary character or auxiliary character. Yeah. Because to me, it kind of felt like they were, like that was ultimately good for Ty Dellinger. Like they were, you know, he was the biggest deal he'd been on SmackDown probably ever. Yeah. You know, because he was the focus of two of the top heels, angst, I guess. I mean, I'm happy he was put in the spot, and he, you know, always looks good when he's there, so there's that. Yeah, but he's going to lose to Orton on SmackDown, you're right about that. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And then we discussed it before, Becky Lana in a match just to get Becky win. I mean, I have nothing else to say about it beside that. Yeah, there really is not much Um, to say. And then AJ and Joe, I'm curious to see how how you felt about this. Dude... For me, watching this, 
I'm trying to think of how best to say this. The way the climate is in the country right now, I'm just thinking like, we all know what Joe's implying here, but thinking about it practically, if that really were his intent, he couldn't possibly have picked a worse way to go about it than to broadcast his trespassing on the property on national TV. That, yeah, so, so that is contract. kind of the whole time I was kind of distracted by that idea that like, dude, if you're going to assault his family, you shouldn't be letting the entire country know right now. I mean, you shouldn't be assaulting well, and, his family, of course, obviously, first well, off. But in the kayfabe world, talking- you shouldn't be letting everybody know. I know, you know, it's, it's to make AJ nervous. And I guess he's but what is he going to have done? To me, he has to have done nothing because of what I just said. Well, is are, okay. Is I mean, obviously it's tape, but are we supposed to assume that Joe can hear AJ? I was kind of wondering that. They kind of tried to my disbelief they, with this. They tried to play it like that, even though and you and I before, both know how would the they do that? Time. Yeah, yeah. It's not the it's not the first time they've done a. Uh, there he is. Heard that. Um, uh, Holla. It's not the first time they've done a like this, but it is. It, it always takes you out of it for a moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, and also, like, a cliffhanger is great, but, like, is SmackDown really going to open with a continuation a week later of what happened? No, definitely not. And I. So, I, like, it, it, it was an innovative way to end it, but, like, what is it really going to accomplish? On that note, actually, it was kind of dark. Kind of dark way to end SmackDown. And, yeah, you're right. It was I, different. Nothing. So, that, I did appreciate how it was different, but I think that when you look at the logic and everything involved, and the fact that it's AJ and Joe and they can have great matches about this bullshit. And it's another feud being overthought. That's when I start to have issues with it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, Joe, Joe was great. They, yeah, Joe both, was great. both of AJ them were. Was, no, 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 no. AJ was awful. No, no, come what? on, man. Come on, man. What the fuck was that? Why Dude, are we, come on, man. He's not stealing your car. He's gonna attack your family or take them. Dude, on, to man. me, to me, no, to me, it felt like. He's breaking character because it's like, whoa, 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 dude, you're crossing the line. Like, do you ever see Mission Impossible 3? How it starts out with the countdown? Where are you? Um, With Philip Seymour Hoffman, I'm going to kill your girl if you don't give me, tell me where the rabbit's foot is in 10 seconds. You you know, you never saw it? No. Okay. Well, then good. I'm really glad I brought it up. He proceeds to count down, and Tom Cruise, every new number, Tom Cruise is, is, you know, one minute he's like, whoa, he's like really freaking out, and then the next minute he's trying to calm himself down and rationalize with the dude. To me, it was like, almost like he broke character to be like, dude, this isn't cool. This is my family. Like, think about this. What are you doing? Like, come on. Come on. Whatever you're thinking, like, you can't. I don't know. I kind of bought it. I appreciate that. That that uh, analysis of it, um, and I could see that. But just when I was watching it live, at least I just felt it was like it was acting and it was bad acting. Is all. Yeah, so I kind of. I'm going to go back I, and watch it because I, that maybe maybe that's just my interpretation, but that's how I took it. No, I, I could see how that's a way of, of looking at it. But just in, in my immediate live reaction was like, oh my god, it just felt a little. I don't know. I was. I yeah. just felt like more anger and more fear. It was just kind of very like whiny. Come on, man. Not like yeah. yeah. I swear to God, you 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 know maybe like I don't know. It would been it was ten o'clock. He could have cursed maybe. I don't know. I just think they could have done it. Mm. They could have done it differently. Oh, definitely. Well, when is that yeah. not true? <laughs> well, right. right. That's a good point. <laughs> um. Wow. Is this like a new record for us? Do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. We've been doing lately. We've been doing pretty good, but yeah, this is this is kind of crazy. Have we? Um, uh, we all right. We definitely had everything at the show because I had all the matches listed. Is there anything else? Any news? I can't think of any news that happened. Uh, oh, I wanted to ask you. This is one thing. Are you on record saying what your evolution, like what you would have the headline match be, and like what you would have? Would Becky Lynch and Charlotte be the match for SmackDown? And like what other top matches? Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch and Charlotte would be in a steel cage. Uh, I oh, would it's still not, huh? Wow, yeah, damn. Well, Sorry, the matches ahead. they've been announced for Evolution, to be fair. True, but I wouldn't be true. surprised if it isn't in a cage. Also. I kind of um, will be. It's it, such it a totally good idea. should be. Yeah. Such a good idea. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. So, wait, is this my wishfully booked card, or am I going off the card that we know? No, no, no. Wishfully or, booked. Like, for, like, when you heard about oh, the female well, pay-per-view, what's, um, what should the main event be? My main event would have been Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh. If, I, if I could have had my way and rearranged all the players on the roster that way, I would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. What other matches did you have in mind? Um, I had Nia Jax versus Beth Phoenix. Um, okay. I had Trish and Lee versus the Iconics. Um, oh, wow. Because there there's only room for three matches, three or four matches outside of the, the, the title matches. Because there's the NXT women's, the NXT UK women's, SmackDown and Raw, and the Mae Young Classic. That's already five matches taken up. So there's only room for like three or four extra matches. True. You got one, marry one, kill one. Go. So yeah, I had Trish and Lee, Iconics, uh, Naya, and I just said that, Naya, and uh, Beth Phoenix. And uh, Beth Phoenix. And um, I don't know if I had another one. Um, and then I also considered the possibility of doing the four horsewomen in the Fatal 4-Way in the main event, because I think that'd be really poetic. Yeah, yeah, we did. We talked about be, that here for a little bit. But it'd be hard to it'd be hard to do that to include all like. them and still do. Yeah, I mean, it is wishfully booking, so I guess I could say that if I wanted to. But of course, I don't know if that would have. But that would have been. That, I, I also had that as an idea, at least, of what I, I would do. Right. But I don't know when. I mean, unless the roster can get. I mean, I think that there's a roster that could exist with the four horsewomen on it. Like on one roster because there's so many, you know, Alexa, Nia. Yeah. You have Bianca Belair in NXT. You have Shayna Baszler who didn't come up. Uh, Baszler who didn't come up yet. Oh well, if, so I mean, you, if you, you were a, book, if you were booking everybody correctly, definitely you have Oscar. You have you know Naomi. You have uh, I mean the Bellas back right now. You have I feel like I'm blanking on a lot of women. Carmella. You have you definitely have a. There's a lot, but we're not mentioning. Yeah, you definitely could have them all on one roster for sure. Right. Um. But yeah, if the rosters weren't taken into account, that's... I mean, I don't really have a particular... I was just wondering, you know, I didn't know if you had said it on the show. Um, oh, and then also, I guess it's worth mentioning here as we're talking about it. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Is it Baszler? It is it's Baszler, isn't it? I have no I idea. Shayna Baszler, Baszler, yeah. Baszler sounds more natural. Now, yeah. I, well, they announced it's going to be uh, Kari versus Shayna. So the whole card that said there's going to be a battle royal to determine the number one contender to the NXT Women's Championship isn't a thing. So yeah. I was speculating either the card was fake or maybe they're changing plans because the card went out and they want to be a surprise. Right. Um, Super Showdown, do you know what day of the week it is? It's like a Friday or... Saturday. Okay, so we'll talk to you next week, probably right before Super Showdown and uh, just preview the event one last time. The big event that has like no Raw title matches on it. Right. Um, no, and literally no raw title matches because even Ronda Rousey's in the tag match. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Why, that's why I'm laughing. I didn't think of that until now. Yeah. Huh. 
Um, all right. Thank you for joining us for Wishful Booking. I'm Lee McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Hugh Jactor. Um, my name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. You can like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And check out our Wishful Booking YouTube channel, actually. And, and like that. Yes. And bell icon and subscribe. Let's do that. And we will talk to you guys next week. So long, guys. Later. Yeah.